Good evening. Welcome to another episode of Commander's Demand. It's your boy Sports PSP. Hope you enjoying the rest of your wonderful evening. We got a lot of stuff to talk about regarding yesterday's game between the Washington Commanders versus the New England Patriots. Uh, my overall thoughts on the game. And of course, later on, possibility that Bill Belichick could join the Washington Commanders? Who knows? But please stay tuned because Commander's Demand starts right now. You're watching Commander's Demand with your host, Sports PSP, exclusively on the Grid Network. Welcome to Commander's Demand. It's your boy Sports PSP. Hope everyone, I'm sorry. Hope you all. Uh, hope you doing enjoying the rest of your evening. Uh, before we start off the show, please go make sure you like and subscribe to the Grid Network, the G R Y D Network. Um, go check out the great podcasts and shows such as Carving It Up podcast with my man Bryson Carver, and of course tomorrow night the eight o'clock show. So please stay tuned and watch that show, and also go like and subscribe to the Sports PSP podcast. The Sports PSP podcast has now over a thousand subscribers. The grind won't stop. Thank you to everyone who supported my channel and so much more, man. Thank you. Man, what a weekend for me, man. You know, um, it was tough last week because, of course, the reports that Chase Young and Montez Sweat were going to be traded. Uh, Montez Sweat was traded to the Chicago Bears. Chase Young to the San Francisco 49ers. Washington was 3-5. and five. We were coming off a tough loss against the Philadelphia Eagles. We were on the road to the New England Patriots, in which the Patriots were the favorites to win that game. And we managed to win the game. 20-17. 20-17 in that game. Um, Was I shocked? No. I was not shocked at all with my prediction. I had the Commanders winning this one. I think that the reason why the Commanders won this one is because, look, you got to look at with the Patriots, their offense. They're not a great scoring offense in the NFL. We know that Kendrick Bourne was going to be out, uh, didn't play, uh, unfortunately, with the torn uh, ACL, and God bless him. Hope, wish him a speedy recovery. The Patriots offense was going to struggle in that game. And they did. They managed to score 17 points. We knew, I knew that the Commanders were not going to have another disappointing loss. It's on the road. You're the, you're the underdogs. So there's no expectations, no pressure. And on top of that, you got rid of your two pass rushers. All right? So you got rid of, so, so what's the reason to panic? 
let me show you some of the reasons why I think the Commanders actually won against um, the New England Patriots. Here are my reasons. Number one, defense played well. After all, you are going up against a bad defense, a bad offense, the New England Patriots offense. Um, we're on the least scoring offenses in the NFL. So, of course, Washington, even though leading into that game, they were like 31st in the NFL in defense. I did not expect you to struggle going up against one of the worst scoring offenses in the NFL. Um, despite the turnovers in the game, of course, Brian Robinson with the fumble, um, that ultimately led to the Mac Jones touchdown pass to Hunter Henry. The offense gutted it out. And then, of course, the interception Sam Howell threw in the um, end zone. Bad mistake on Sam Howell's part. Offense gutted it out. Sam Howell played well, 29 of 45, over 300 yards, one touchdown pass, one interception. Again, showing you with the arm and the legs, the beautiful touchdown pass he threw to Jahan Dotson. And then third and 23, even though a couple of plays later he threw the interception in the red zone, but that scramble that he made, though, I'm trying to tell y'all, folks, Sam Howell is a lot more mobile than you give him credit for. Okay? That, I mean, Sam Howell can move with his legs. And you know what? Another good reason why Washington won? Sacked three times. So when your offensive line, and mind you, Washington's offensive line is terrible. When your offensive line only gives up three sacks, and when your quarterback is getting enough protection, you're helping him out. You're developing his confidence. You're not making him feel rattled in that game. And it puts a lot for the team to step up. And you know what? Brian Robinson, minus the mistake with the fumble, he did score on a touchdown. And my boy Champ, uh, Champ Pryor, please go like and subscribe to his IG, his TikTok, and all of his social media. He said that Brian Robinson is going to be the X factor into that game because there's going to because DBs do not want to deal with Brian Robinson because they don't want to tackle him because of how physical he is as a runner. So DBs don't want to deal with Brian Robinson, and I said it before with Eric Bieniemy, man. Even though he threw the ball for over forty times. And I felt like, why? Why throw the football that much when it's a close ball game? It's not like you're down 20 to 25 points. Manage the game by running the football. But Brian Robinson made some key runs. I thought it was really impressive on his part. So I was really happy about that for the commanders. Um, and we made some plays when needed to. So I will give a lot of credit in that regard regarding our offense. Oh, yes. The key turnover by Quan Martin, that pick, that just sealed the deal. Because New England still had a chance with just 20 to 17 left in the game. 20 to 17 left in the game. Mac Jones had an opportunity to put the game in overtime or score the game winning touchdown. And then Quan Martin came up with the interception. It was tipped, it was deflected, but he made a great catch, and that sealed the deal, and the game was over. And then on top of that, the Washington Commanders only allowed the New England Patriots to score three points in the second half. So, 
when you protect Sam Howell, when he's only sacked three times, meanwhile, your defense only allows three points, and when you manage the game well, and when there's no pressure, no expectations for you to win that game, because again, New England was like a two and a half point favorite to win. If you could win like that, fine. A win is a win. So I'll live with it if I'm Washington. I'll take the W bottom line at the end of the day. Um, There are a couple of key things that I do wish if the commanders could have done differently. Of course, the Brian Robinson fumble. The Sam Howell interception. And then Ramonde, um, Ramondre Stevenson, who, by the way, played at my favorite school, one of my favorite schools of college, Oklahoma. He, get, I mean, that 64-yard touchdown run, those were, like, plays that I'm like, damn, damn, like, what's going on? Like, why is it that we're not clicking? And then, of course, the roughing the passer play on K.J. Henry, honestly, in my opinion, that, that was bogus. I knew it was going to be called, though. It was going to be called because in today's standards, you can't hit the quarterback like that. You can't put all your body weight on the quarterback. You can't hit the quarterback in a certain spot. The only way you can properly hit the quarterback is that you grab them around the waist area and have their body weight on you if you're a defensive player. And you know what, man? I, I just, but despite all of that, Washington was able to pull away with the victory. You know, an interesting stat that I read... This is the first win we've had against the Patriots going back to 2003. That was the year when the Patriots won their second Super Bowl en route to winning their second Super Bowl. The score was 20 to 17. Washington before the when they were called the infamous name. They won that game 20 to 30, or 20 to 17 and that was with Steve Spurrier as a head coach. So, coincidence? 20 to 17, 20 to 17, 20 years ago. And then another interesting stat that I read is that the Commanders, it was their first time they got a road win against the Patriots since 1996. So interesting stats to look at here. Um, but overall, it was a, a, very, a win is a win. As the title of today's episode, a win is a win. I will gladly accept it if I'm a Commanders fan because it was a heartbreaking week. Even though it was expected, losing, um, trading Chase Young and Montez Sweat, but a win is a win. A win is a win. We got the job done. Again, there were some things I felt like we could have done differently. Um, the fumbles, the turnovers, and also another stat that I didn't even mention is that Washington at no time sacked Mac Jones. And that's going to be a concern moving forward because it can't just be Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen getting pressure on uh, the quarterback. Our outside pass rushers have to step up now that Young and Sweat are gone. Next man up. So next man up. Um, but do I still see Washington... Competing, winning the division, hell no. 
Eagles are still they're right now they're they're atop of the NFC. They're atop of the NFC East. They just beat the Dallas Cowboys twenty eight to twenty three. Dallas is still the second best team in that division. Washington is third. The only reason why the Giants are last place because they're worse than the Commanders. And unfortunately, Daniel Jones is out for the remainder of the season with a torn ACL. God bless him. But it still doesn't change anything for Washington. We're probably just going to finish the season mediocre. I did say 8-9. Um, it's starting to look more like 6-11, maybe 5-12, uh, 6-11, 7-10 at best. But I think Sam Howell, again, showed a lot of resiliency. I think he's tough. I think he's the type of quarterback. I, I'm not going to say franchise quarterback, like I said before, man, but I do think at best he could be a top 15, top 18 quarterback, possibly top 13 in the NFL. I mean, he's been playing well. He's been playing his butt off. I think he can do some things for the team. Um, he's definitely, like I said, he's more mobile, more athletic than you possibly give him credit for. But I just don't know as the long-term solution. So we'll see. Now, I want to talk about Bill Belichick. Why is it that I'm bringing up Bill Belichick? Well, it's not just because of the game, of course. You know, um, there's been rumors or theories about a possibility that Bill Belichick could join the Washington Commanders. I'm reading it here from an article from NBC Sports Boston by Darren Hartwell. Previously, it was Mike Florio who floated an intriguing theory that the Commanders could acquire Bill Belichick from the Patriots via trade this coming offseason allowing New England to start fresh after four seasons of mediocrity post-Tom Brady while still getting something in return for the legendary head coach. And Albert Breer backed it up. Albert Breer from Sports Illustrated um, did an interview with Patriots pregame live. And he said some interesting things that I think Washington Commanders fans should definitely take into consideration about whether Belichick could possibly join the commanders. Let me read you the exact quote from Albert Breer. This is something I've heard about for over a year now and really more intensely over the last month. There are a few reasons why this would make sense. One, there's a widespread perception in that New England building that Belichick still wants to coach, whether if it's in Foxborough or somewhere else. Two, it's a historic franchise. Three, it's home for him. Remember, he's from Annapolis, about 45 minutes away from Washington, D.C. Four, and this is the one that you may not know about, there's a connection there where if a deal needed to be worked out, it could be worked out. Josh Harris, Washington's new owner, went to Harvard Business School with Jonathan Kraft. For those who may not know, that is the New England Patriots um president and the son of owner Robert Kraft. So there's a relationship between the two families. The Krafts are big champions of Harris getting of getting the commanders. 
So if draft pick compensation did need to be worked out, there's a relationship in place that could help make that happen. And maybe that would be the Kraft's elegant solution. So exactly what are my thoughts about that? About possibly Bill Belichick going to the Washington Commanders? For me, as a Commanders fan, would I strongly consider it? No. I know that sounds crazy for me to say because who am I to say, what, Parnell, uh, Parnell, Sports PSP, you are a lifelong Washington Commanders fan. I mean, the Commanders have been a shitty-ass organization for far too long. I mean, need to remind you about Daniel Snyder? You mean to tell me that you don't want a six-time Super Bowl champion head coach in Bill Belichick, who is considered the greatest head coach of all time? I understand what Bill Belichick has accomplished throughout his career. I'm not taking anything away from what he's done. But this is about right now. This is about results. Recent results. And what it tells me is that based on recency, do I want Bill Belichick to be my head coach for the Washington Commanders? The answer is no. Because of the results. Because Bill Belichick hasn't gotten ahead with the times. He has not evolved. For me, as a Commanders fan, it's about evolution. It's about being better. It's about change. It's about doing something that is conducive to helping the organization and the franchise to be something, something good, something great, or something unique. I'm going to say no with Belichick because he hasn't gotten away. He hasn't gotten ahead with the times. And I got to say this. And I've been very consistent. If you've heard me on my other podcast, the Sports PSP podcast, if you've heard me on any other podcast I've been on or any social media I've been on. In four years now, because this has been four years since Brady has departed from New England. Bill Belichick has proven that he is not the same without Tom Brady. Tom Brady went elsewhere to Tampa Bay. He had weapons in Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Cameron Brait, OJ Howard. All that Tampa Bay needed was a quarterback to compete within that division. And Tom Brady's predecessor was Jameis Winston, who in 2019 had one of the eccentric 
seasons in NFL history. Led the NFL in passing yards with over 5,000. I think he was second in the NFL in touchdown passes, only behind Lamar Jackson, who won the MVP unanimously. Threw for over 30 touchdowns, but he also became the first player to throw 30 interceptions. 30 for 30. Tampa Bay wanted to move on, and they brought in Tom Brady. And the first year, they managed to win the Super Bowl. The following year and last year, which was Brady's final year of his NFL career before he decided to hang him up for good, they made the playoffs. Proving, validating that Tom Brady is the GOAT. Tom Brady can succeed elsewhere. Tom Brady was more than New England and the system. As it pertains to Bill Belichick, he's proven that he's not the same without Tom Brady. The other reason why I don't want Bill Belichick on the team, since I mentioned change and evolution, Bill Belichick ain't going to change. Bill Belichick is still going to continuously do what he wants to do. If you hire someone of Bill Belichick's cachet and credentials, he wants to do things as he see fit. He wants to do his job. He wants final say. And I'm like, no. If I'm a Commanders fan, no. Because he's going to do things the Patriot way. And I'm a Commanders fan. I want that. For I want the Patriots way for that organization? No, I'm sorry. I do not. Because we've seen other coaches that have tried the Patriots way. One most recently, uh, Josh McDaniels. He tried the Patriots way. What ended up happening? He got fired. The Las Vegas Raiders players, they were so relieved. Hell, even after that game in which they blew out the New York Giants... In the post game, you saw them smoking cigars. And what I took from it is like, damn, we finally got rid of Josh McDaniels and we finally won the game. And by the way, shouts out to Antonio Pierce. Um, the first day as the interim head coach coaching the team. They're happy they no longer have to do things the Patriot way. And I'm sorry, the Patriot way is not for any other team in the NFL. It just works for New England. If Bill Belichick is going to bring the Patriots way to Washington, he's going to bring back coaches like Josh McDaniels, Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, Romeo Cornell, whoever you, that you could possibly think of that have come from the Bill Belichick coaching tree that when they became head coaches on their own, they didn't, they didn't pan out. I think the only one that really had some success for a little bit was Brian Flores, but ultimately he was gone from the Miami Dolphins and was replaced by Mike McDaniel. Bill Belichick is going to bring in coaches that he wants, that he's familiar with to Washington, and how's that going to help us? Bill Belichick has really, and, and look, I've been back and forth with Bryson about it. Bryson is not the biggest Mac Jones fan in the world. 
He doesn't think Mac Jones is really that good. I think Mac Jones is a better quarterback than people give him credit for. But Bill Belichick really hurt Mac Jones' progression and development. I mean, think about it. Your second year, his second year as a head coach, you're bringing in Matt Patricia and Joe Judge to call plays. You're asking them to be offensive coordinators, something that they've never been before. That don't make no fucking sense. It doesn't make no fucking sense. And look where Mac Jones is right now. Mac Jones' days in New England might be numbered. New England may end up drafting a quarterback. Who who knows? May not have to be Caleb Williams. May be Michael Penix Jr. from Washington. May be Drake May from North Carolina. But it's I think it's fair to say Mac Jones, his days in New England might be numbered. You bring Bill Belichick to Washington and you see how well Sam Howell is playing. Bill Belichick, I'm sorry to say, he may jeopardize Sam Howell's progression. No. I don't want Bill Belichick there. He's going to fire Eric Bieniemy. And even though I've been questionable with Eric Bieniemy's play calling, but Eric Bieniemy, outside of the play calling, has done a good job with Sam Howell. There are other issues regarding the Washington Commanders' offense. One primarily is the offensive line. You fire Eric, B- you you fire or move on from Eric Bieniemy to Josh McDaniels or Bill O'Brien? No, I'm not doing that. Or you bring in Matt Patricia and Joe Judge? No. I feel like what he did to Mac Jones, he's going to destroy Sam Howe's progression. And I thought about the perfect analogy for Bill Belichick going to Washington. Bill Belichick going to Washington is like Phil Jackson being president of basketball operations for the New York Knicks. Why do I use that analogy? Just like Bill Belichick is the greatest football coach of all time, same argument could be made for Phil Jackson as the greatest head coach of all time. 11 championships, won six with the Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, and then five with the Los Angeles Lakers with Shaquille O'Neal and the late great Kobe Bryant. Just like Bill Belichick is with his sport, Phil Jackson, he's forgotten more about basketball than the rest of us will ever know. Just like the Commanders, the New York Knicks historically has been a clown shit show franchise. Shit show organization led by amongst one of the worst, if not worst owners, the worst owner in professional sports in James Dolan. My point is, if you bring in head coaches, regardless of their accomplishments, who have not gotten ahead with the times, it's going to be a big waste. And it's not going to be conducive. You saw what Phil Jackson did as president of basketball operations for the New York Knicks. He tried to implement the triangle offense. He brought in Derek Fisher, who never coached in the NBA, but only brought him there because of his familiarity with Phil Jackson. 
and the triangle offense. That didn't work. Phil Jackson became president of basketball operations for the New York Knicks from 2014, 2015, 2016. And do you know what Phil Jackson's record in three full seasons as president of the New York Knicks? 80 and 166. 80 and 166. 80 and 166. Now, why was the record that bad? Because Phil Jackson, like I've said, implemented the triangle offense in which that offense was old. He made bad moves as president of basketball operations. One of them particularly giving Joking Noah that big contract, which I thought it was a mistake. Phil Jackson trying to do things his way as opposed to doing things differently. And I feel like if you give Bill Belichick that, because again, he is a six-time Super Bowl champion as a head coach. If you give Bill Belichick the opportunity to be the head coach and president of football operations or the GM, he's going to make decisions. He's going to have final say. He's going to do things his way with the Patriots way. And I just don't feel like in today's game, especially in today's game, that style, that philosophy is not conducive. I'm sorry. I've said it that the Washington Commanders, they should consider looking at EB because Eric Bieniemy at least has shown promise and potential what his offense can be. He's he probably not going to get a head coaching job anywhere else. Might as well give it a shot. Might as well at least try with Eric Bieniemy. And if you feel like Eric Bieniemy is not your guy, find someone better. Find someone who can relate to these players. Find someone who can understand what it takes to help us regarding a culture. If Magic Johnson and Josh Harris decide to hire Bill Belichick, I think that would be a big mistake. And I hope that Washington doesn't. I think Bill Belichick, what he needs to do is once he's done with the Patriots, retire. What else do you have to prove other than proving that you're nothing more, you're not the same without Tom Brady? You're going to go to the Hall of Fame, first ballot. You're, one of the, you're the greatest head coach of all time, regardless of what anyone wants to say about Spygate, Deflategate, whatever the case may be. But to be the head coach for the Washington Commanders, no. I think that would be a terrible idea by Washington's part. I don't care if Bill Belichick has won six Super Bowls. I don't care how many Super Bowls has he's won. It's all about updating your resume, as Shannon Sharp once said. Update your resume. You can't just live off what you've done in the past. You got to do something recently. Now, if this were Andy Reid, oh, yeah. Because unlike Bill Belichick, Andy Reid has gotten ahead with the times. Andy Reid, the knock on him was clock management and could he win the big one? He's proven that. He's addressed it. He's won Super Bowls. He's gotten ahead with the times. He's made changes. He's evolved. Bill Belichick has not in today's game.
So that's all I got to say regarding that. But anyway, folks, thank y'all for taking the time to listen to Commander's Demand. Thank you again for checking out the podcast. Um, we're gonna we're gonna do the pregame on Wednesday night, nine thirty p.m. specific, only on the Grid Network. Like I said, please go make sure you like and subscribe to the Grid Network, the GRYD Network, as well as the Sports PSP podcast. Thank you all. It's your boy Sports PSP. Enjoy the rest of your day, and God bless. <laughs>